for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Karafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Today, we have a wonderful show, just one of my favorite guests in all the world, Frankie Picasso is with us. And our topic is Art as Therapy in Community. Before we introduce our very special guest, Frankie, I am going to introduce my co-host, my daughter, Ellen Craffy Trant. She is the mother of five, one due any minute. She has a background in media, business, and science. She's a serial entrepreneur and entered her 30s as the president of a small company. She and her husband now own Home Instead franchise for our region. Since Home Instead is our sponsor for today's episode, everything on today's show is coming together to bring you the best in elder care. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior care services in, in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. So thank you for joining us today. And Ellen, why don't you introduce our guest? Hi, Mom. I'm so happy to be here. Our guest today is Frankie Picasso, social impact entrepreneur, founder, CEO, radio host at The Good Radio Network, author of Midlife Mojo and No Bull Allowed, studied photojournalism at Webster College in St. Louis, USA, and lives in Ontario, Canada. She's an artist, an author, radio host, a lover of all animals, an activist, and a painter. She is high energy, in case you couldn't tell, and high social impact. Her shows include Frankie Sense, Mission Unstoppable, and she also is a frequent guest on Dynamic Women. Frankie, Unstoppable really describes your positive energy, and we're so excited to have you on the show today. Well, thank you, Ellen. And, you know, as a mother of five, I would say you're pretty unstoppable yourself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so true. If you saw her in action, you'd be I proud bet. of her. Just like me. I'm so proud of her. They're awesome. And the whole family. But before we get too far, I have a thousand things I want to talk to you about. But first, I want to mention, we finished an episode that we called The Collision of Life Art and Chronic Pain. And in it, you did something that is very rare for you, Frankie. Usually you focus on everybody else. Mm -hmm. And we turned the tables on you and we made, really just begged you to tell your story. It's such a powerful story. So I want my listeners to know if they want to download download that podcast, they will have your beautiful story available to them on how your life suddenly changed due to a motorcycle accident. But today, I want to focus on all the nonprofits you have helped and all the things you have done to create social change in communities. So I want to begin by asking you, I think I've asked you this before, do you have any idea how many nonprofits you have highlighted over the years? 
Yeah, uh, you did ask me, and I don't know, but let's say, let's go in the 100 range, maybe. I know it's that many, just from the research I did. So, when you think about social activism Mm -hmm. and making communities better, do you have a favorite? Like, do some of the ones you've interviewed stand out for you? Absolutely. There's a couple that are really, really cool. Um, I'm going to start with Gallup, New York City. Now, that could, Gallup could be anywhere, um, but get, what Gallup does is they put a program together for children with uh, disabilities, children actually with autism and um, other challenges, that and, um, and, and the children come and they ride. Now, the really cool thing about it is that some of these kids have never spoken before, and as soon as they start riding, they start talking. Wow. And one father, and he became... Um, a director, I guess, but he told me that his daughter, her legs were fused together and she couldn't pull, like open her legs up at all. Mm. And they went to put her on her horse and magically they opened. Wow. And on the horse she went and she became a champion rider. And today she does show jumping and everything else. And that's in Gallup, New York. It's called, well, no, it's it's in New York City, in the city oh. itself, but the organization is called Gallup NYC. So that's a really cool um, charity, nonprofit. I love, I love that. I couldn't, I, I couldn't figure out if that was the name of the, the nonprofit. Yeah, I know. The woman who started it, she was a lawyer, and she was a high-powered lawyer, and then her family moved to, like, the islands or someplace, and then she came back. She said, I want to do something different. So mm-hmm. she loved horses, and she started this, and I think it's it's spectacular, the things that have come out of it. Just really, really cool. Um, another one I love is an active dog. They're probably one of my favorite. An active dog is run by Mark Barone and uh, Marina Durvin. And they're a couple who gave up about five years of their life to make 5,400 paintings, some of them life-size, some of them bigger than life-size, some of them eight feet by whatever, um, of dogs, real dogs who have died in shelters in the United States. 5,400 dogs die every day. So he decided to paint that number and they are building a museum of compassion. And when his artwork goes into this museum and they're looking for an architect now, when it goes in, it will take up two football fields. And the whole idea is that when people walk through two football fields filled with animals who have been killed in shelters, Mm. that they will learn compassion, that they will learn uh, that there's a different way of doing things. And Mark really, you know, touched my heart. And before I had even met him, I had started a nonprofit um, animal rescue and we were really concentrating in New Mexico. And I said, New Mexico killed, killed, killed all the time. Just didn't want to stop killing. And I said, I have another way for you. I can show you how you can actually make a million dollars instead of killing. I said, doesn't that sound better? Like you're actually going to make money. City's going to make money, a lot of money. And you know what? They weren't interested. They just wanted to kill. And it just horrible. Like, it's horrific to me that they would want to do this. Which brings me to ES Revenge. ES Revenge is Endangered Species Revenge. It's a site that's um, a lot of fun. They make it really comical and fun. But Uh it's not fun that these animals are going to be extinct soon. And in Mm -hmm. our lifetime. In our lifetime. So... You know, I'm, I just turned 60 and I could be dead in, you know, 20 years or 30 years, maybe if I'm lucky. Uh, but in my lifetime, there's only 5,000 left and they've gone from 100,000 to five in less than 100 years. So it's, you know, no surprise that they could that they could be extinct. So I want everyone to go there and just look at ES Revenge and see what you can do to make sure that these animals do not go extinct. Because um, we need to be better stewards and caretakers in, in on this planet. Um, 
I really like Hope Project. Hope Project is Than and Megan. Um, they're a young couple that married and they have a couple of kids and they decided to take um, a church group to Nicaragua and help feed and school children down there. And they're really doing a wonderful job and really, really enjoy it. So I really like them a lot. Um, and one of my favorite has to be Earth Group. <laughs> Earth Group's really, really cool because they were two young Canadian boys from Alberta who um, who started a company called Earth Group. And basically all they sell is food, um, is, is coffee and water, organic coffee, tea, and water, uh, bottled water. But they mm-hmm. have, um, they're the first company to ever be in an, a partnership with the United Nations World Food Program, and oh. they donate 100% of their profits to the World Food Program, and they fund schools and meal programs. And if girls are allowed to come to school, if the parents will send the girls, there's an incentive um, to make sure that the girls get educated, then they're sent home with extra food for the family. Wow. Wow. Well, so, Frankie, how do you get in connection with all of these different nonprofits in the I Wait, just sounds like a yeah, ray. I yeah, they are. I just you know read and I research and I find them and people tell me about them or I see them on TV or somewhere and I just reach out and said, hey, you know what, you probably would like to have a bit of attention and of course they do. Sure. And, and so then they they're on the show. But you know, here are two guys are under thirty years old. Maybe they just turned thirty now. But you know, they started this thing. It's amazing. Like. Like one person yes. can do something. Christina Fast, she's a she was a um, a sterile sterilization nurse, and she went on mercy ships. And when she went to the hospital, she was going to teach people how to sterilize. And she went into, um, I think they were in Mozambique, and she was in the in the hospital. And she mm-hmm. goes, "Oh, it was appalling! Like what they used in surgery, like there was a mask, like for um, ether, like an ether mask that hadn't been cleaned mm-hmm. in twenty five years." So she goes, oh, my gosh, we have to do something and we have to do it so that these people can use it. So she wanted to come up with an idea, a way that she could sterilize even if they didn't have electricity. So she came back to Canada and she reached out to folks who do um, a, um, a pressure cooker. And so she had these pressure cookers. Sorry about peanut. So, so I think I may hear your you hear, friend this is, this in is the background. Bongo. This is peanut. peanut. And, and um, they... Uh, so anyway, pressure she retrofitted these things as pressure cookers uh, so that they will sterilize this hospital equipment and even over like an open fire if it had to be done that way. And she took, she went all the way back to these, you know, to the Congo and different places and um, is, you know, handing them out and working with these people to show them how to sterilize. Because we have like a 100% sterilization rate in Canada. Uh, they had maybe like a 5%. I, I love it that you are so connected to all these different nonprofits that you've had on your show and that you're helping them get connected to people who share their passion. Yeah. Frankie, that's so dear. I love it that you do that. Do you, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your, cause I love the way you've taken your own art and your pet paintings and you're turning them into something that is really beautiful for other people. Do you want to share a little bit more about that for us today? Probably um, come back from break is what I'm thinking. That'd be oh, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I was getting too excited about the breath. Okay, let me give us a little uh, a little thing about your pet paw paintings. Also, to learn more about Frankie's pet paintings, go to original Paul Casso petpainting.com or you can go to Frankie Pets Paintings. Paint, paint, Frankie Paints Pets.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so 
music. I do that every time. Where and there you can see all her beautiful paintings. They're so they're so pretty and they just inspire me. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk to Frankie and she's going to give us some ideas about using art to help other people in our community and, and how that can ripple out and make better communities. So stay with us after this break. Don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? <laughs> Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place. A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever. It's home where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Each week, join Coach Frankie Picasso for Mission Unstoppable, where you'll meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Join Frankie Picasso every week for Mission Unstoppable and learn how. Stop. Hi, this is Kathy Craffy with Fireside Talk Radio, and I'm here with B.J. Garrett, the Executive Director of CARE. Christ-centered abortion recovery and education. We are here to help men and women have their lives restored after an abortion experience. You, if you want to know more about how to recover after abortion, look for our upcoming episodes on Fireside Talk Radio with BJ and Kathy Crathy. Thank you. thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Welcome back to Fireside Talk Radio. We've been talking to Frankie Picasso and what we've really been talking about, Frankie, is how one or two individual people who may feel like they can have no impact can actually really make a big difference for uh, the whole community. It just ripples out and affects everybody. So our our sponsor today is Home Instead. And I just wanted to mention that I, when we were faced with a family crisis, I had a parent in the hospital and my dad loved to paint. And so we put together a an art to go box. We called it. It was just a file box and we filled it with all this you know, brushes and inexpensive paint. And I took it to the, to the hospital and the therapy 
room. And, and what was so interesting to me, I thought dad would love it, but he was really feeling badly. So he, he, he got a little canvas board and he started a painting. But everybody else that was there for therapy wanted to come over and start a painting too. That's and it, awesome. I know it was so great. It really drew people together. So that was years ago. And ever since then, whenever we have therapy with either parent my dad is now deceased but my mother is still with us and so occasionally we'll be up at the hospital and I'll just bring my art to go box and mm-hmm. it it always draws people together art has that effect on people it does I mean and there is a little bit of difference between art and arts and crafts but you know you can give them like plastic gloves and they can finger paint they can um, sometimes it's easier like if you have arthritis to hold something it could be hard right but your mm-hmm. fingers make wonderful brushes and you can do all kinds of amazing art with your hands so um, that's just, you know, just bring some water-soluble paint. I love it that you, you've been sharing with us about people that you interviewed, and, and you've just done such a good job of drawing in people from all walks of life. I think the last time I was on your show was when uh, Alice was there to tell mm-hmm. us about her uh, His Wheels International. Yes, yeah, I love she, that. She's done amazing things, too, yeah. And then she also had a book about prayer, which I've since been able to enjoy. So so she's a multifaceted individual. She is. And, and a perfect example of somebody who just um, used kind of a crisis in her life yeah. to turn out a blessing for everyone around her. You know, I think that that is true for a lot of people. I think that uh, change happens best in chaos. And when you have a trauma it's easier to change it forces you to change and so um, again you know she had to look she um, also has pain and chronic pain and fibromyalgia and a few other things and so you know um, even walking or sitting sometimes is is too much and so um, but she had a passion she had a passion for bicycles and so she wanted to get bicycles to the world and so she started inventing and and drawing recumbent bikes and bikes that could go to Africa and different places uh, to help people get around um, if they had disabilities, especially. So she started to do them for people with disabilities and um, that fueled her passion, you know, and that's great. I think that that's what you do. If you can take your passion and fuel it, um, that's what I've done. You know, I love radio. I always wanted to be on the radio and I forgot about it. That's the Mm. thing. I, I forgot about it. And I wanted to be on the radio since you know, when I was nine years old, I sent away for the National Institute of Broadcasting Records. And mm. I totally forgot until um, one of my students said to me, well, two things happened. One person said, you remind me of Delilah. You should have like a show where you play music and coach <laughs> at the same time. And I'm like, okay. I, I didn't know her at the time. But I'm like, that sounds like fun. And then two weeks later, my a student of mine said, hey, do you want to be on the radio? I'm like, yes, I do want to be on the radio. So it, that's how it all kind of happened. Um, but usually when there's something... And I always loved to be creative when I was a kid. You know, I didn't paint, but I loved to draw. And I always had my crayons and all kinds of stuff. And I love color. I like putting color together. And I became a makeup artist in my early years because I just love color. I love to play with it. So, and decorating kind of falls into that too, colors and textures. So, the things that you love can become things that help other people. I just think it's so sweet. I, I love how, what an uh, overcomer you are that you didn't let your serious accident keep you from getting back on a motorcycle, for instance, and that you don't let fear define who you are. That's so dear to me. It's one of my things about you that really inspires me the most. Um, And this is a segment where I always like to ask the megaphone question. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. I'm so glad that you're going to do that. (laughs) 
don't the opportunity to ask Frankie this question because I bet it's going to be gold what you get. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Listen, if you're on, I suggest everybody go hear one of her shows because if you're a guest on her show, you never know what question you're going to get asked. So you really deserve this, but this is an easy one. (laughs) Uh, If you had a megaphone and you could shout to the world, what is the most important thing? I ask this every time I interview anyone uh, written or uh, on the radio. And everybody would download that information you just gave them. What would you want them to know? There's so many things, but here's here's something that I I, I want to share. And I'm going to share this one because, and you you might think, oh, it's about you know one person can change the world or things like that. But this is something I wrote the other day because I was thinking about about it, and it's about opportunity. So. Indecision may be our greatest enemy when it comes to opportunity. Because let's be honest, they don't pass us by. We pass on them. Mm. Mm. People are always saying, oh, opportunities come to all those other people and I don't get them. Opportunities come to every one of us. They're always coming to us. Could you say that one more time for me? Yeah. Indecision may be our greatest enemy when it comes to opportunity. Let's be honest. They don't pass us by. We pass on them. Wow, that is so profound. And, and I know that you really love your quotes, Kathy. You're going to see that as a meme on this. That's going to be I, know. I call myself the queen of memes, and that's definitely going to show up on my website. I love that quote. Yeah, because, you know, people, it's an opportunity. Like, oh, well, you, you must have had an opportunity. Somebody helped you, or you must have had an opportunity. No, you create your own opportunity, and you create your own, you know, um, you, you just create your own life, really. You know, if you want to do something, you do it and you you make it happen. Uh, you know, I interviewed, I don't know if you know Tanya Hoffman. She's like the, the most connected woman in Texas, apparently. Oh. But Tanya, um, you know, how did she get to become what she is today? She made a decision to do it. Like, and that's really all it takes is is just thinking that you can and you can. And and so if, if an opportunity, um, people will sit on opportunities mm. and they, they won't make a decision on opportunities. But why? And, because they're afraid. So mm. here's, a, here's a really great example. If, 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 if listeners have ever watched TV and you see a, a commercial comes on and you go, oh, I thought of that. I thought about that 10 years ago. I, I invented that, right? Well, mm-hmm. maybe you did, but you didn't do anything with it. You didn't turn it into a product and get it out into the marketplace so you could make the money on it. Somebody mm. else did it. So there's an opportunity. You had a great product. Somebody else is now making money on it that you could have been, um, but you, you didn't take that extra step. So what are they afraid of? Um, they well, it could be that they're well, it could be a couple of things. One could be they're they're afraid of of change. They're afraid of success. They could be afraid of fear. People are afraid of success because they think they're a one trick pony. They think that people are going to expect them to do it over and over and over again. Mm. And many times, if let's say Kathy, let's pretend you're the risk taker and your husband isn't. So your husband's like a big naysayer. Well, you can't go to him for support. So who's going to support you in, in doing this? You have to create your own community of people who will support you. So that's why like a meetup maybe for entrepreneurs would be good or, you know, find people like I belong to the EBC, Evolutionary Business Council. Find people who, you know, birds of a feather so that you can um, continue to spark and create and innovate with the things that you want to make in your life. Like you don't have to sit back and in my book, Midlife Mojo, you know, I talk about how to change your life. And I think, you know, if, if 
the explorers, Marco Polos of the world, didn't mm-hmm. go out and find things, uh, we wouldn't have spaghetti or ice cream or anything. We wouldn't even know that the world wasn't flat. That's so, terrible. <laughs> yeah, it'd be horrible. So, you know, it's, it's important to be able to um, choose and make a choice. Uh, I even, I, you know, it's funny. People are afraid to make a choice. A lot of mm-hmm. people just go for vanilla because they're afraid to try something different. But in my book, I said, you know, tell, write me and tell me if you want me to paint my room raspberry or pea soup green. And, like, I'm not afraid. Like, I would right. I, green i don't care why because i it's paint i can change it back anytime i want you one know? thing one thing that i think happens with fear is some people freeze because they're afraid they'll make it worse and they're they're afraid they'll make their life worse but the truth is if you don't make a change of some kind you you won't i mean it will be worse automatically <laughs> yeah i think you're so. making a decision and not making one exactly yeah, you are making a decision and not making one Yes. Absolutely. And, you know, when you come out of that comfort zone and you walk into that danger zone, uh, that's where that's where change happens. And I couldn't even imagine a life where I didn't change every couple of years. Well, I'm just so grateful that you are as energetic and positive as you are, Frankie. And, and think of all the people that have been helped because you were willing to just try radio. I mean, well, how awesome you. is that? I'm glad you've got a radio show. Oh, thank you. You two are great together. Well, I think it's interesting that you felt a spiritual nudge. And and I do think that, of course, you know me, I, I think God talks to us sure. in quiet and whispery ways sometimes. But he also blesses us with, with dear friends. And, and you are such an inspiration to me. I'm just so grateful for you. I don't know that I would have been courageous enough to try this without the encouragement that you and Sandra Beck and some of the others have offered me. So thank I, I don't, I don't understand why not. Cause I think you're, you're fantastic, but um, you know, I mean, whether, whether it's God or dog, I'm not really sure, but somebody <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> well, I find you very inspiring and I love it. That, thank that you, you. That you had that spiritual nudge. That makes me so happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. what? No, sorry. Well, I was going to say, before we close, Ellen, is there anything you wanted to ask or, or wrap up with Frankie real quick? Oh, my goodness. I, that would be impossible. I'm going to go back and listen to all these both these episodes again for myself because it was so delightful to get to be with you today, Frankie. Oh, you are so sweet. Thank you. I mean, yeah. you, you too. I can't even imagine what it was like growing up with your mom because she's so positive and so sweet and so encouraging. And, you know, was there, there's probably nothing you couldn't do. We did yes. have a lot of fun. That's and now that I'm a mom myself, I have even more appreciation for her. She is yeah. amazing, Frankie. Thank you. That's Fearless leader. Come on. I understand why she was excited to have you. Thank you for being our Thank guest. Thank you at, so uh, much. At Firestock Talk Radio. Remember, you can catch the inside scoop on Frankie's life on the show that we um, we called The Collision of Life, Art, and Chronic Pain. You're an inspiration. And I think it's obvious to all of our friends why we call you the unstoppable Frankie Picasso. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Ellen. Thanks, Kathy. You can find out more from Frankie, and you can even order one of her famous pet paintings at originalpicassopetpainting.com. There, I finally got it right. And we also want to thank our sponsor for today's show, Home Instead, to get help for your family needs to maintain an elder's independence. Contact them at homeinstead.com. Thank you for joining us on Camp crafty fireside talk radio where we ponder all the tried and true tried and true stuff women store in their hearts truth with a texas twang spoken here 
Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh.